This is Digital Health Today, episode 59. Our platform goes out and collects data from many different places, so PubMed, clinicaltrials.gov, all these different data sources, and puts it together in a way that allows people to identify who are the key opinion leaders, who's doing some really great stuff, and, and then how can I connect with them. Welcome to Digital Health Today, the podcast focused on the leaders, innovators, and technologies transforming healthcare today and tomorrow. Find us online at digitalhealthtoday.com. Support for this podcast comes from Medible. Medible enables mobile solutions to globalize clinical research with anytime, anywhere participant data capture through connected devices. Learn more at medible.com and get a demo today. That's medible.com. Welcome back to Digital Health Today, the place to be to get the insights of leaders making the healthcare of tomorrow available today. I'm your host, Dan Kendall, and this is episode 59. Thanks for joining me here. I have a question for you. Are you enjoying this show? I hope you are. I really love getting your feedback, your emails, your tweets, your posts. They really mean a lot and give some great ideas for ways we can continue to build and grow what we're doing here. I read every one of them, and it's been great to connect with people all over the world who discovered this podcast on our website through a tweet or an event or a post or tag someone put on their message. If you'd like to give some feedback, you can reach me on email at dan at digitalhealthtoday.com, Twitter at healthtechdan, and of course, I really appreciate it if you leave a review on iTunes. A five-star rating is greatly appreciated, and based on Apple's algorithms, it helps to ensure other innovators and leaders can find us. It takes less than a minute to do, and you can do it right on your iPhone, so please do leave a review and let me know when you've posted it. I just saw one posted the other day from Natalie Schneider, who responded to the episode with Aaron Bali at Carbon Health. Thanks so much, Natalie, for leaving your comments and for your five-star review. For this episode, I spoke with Martin Kelly, the CEO and co-founder of HealthXL. HealthXL is a really interesting organization, and they're doing a lot of work with people, companies, and solutions to help create connections and accelerate innovation in healthcare. But until I recently had a chance to meet and speak with Martin, I could probably describe HealthXL as one of the most impactful organizations that I'd heard of, but that I knew very little about. When I got introduced to Martin late last year and I learned more about their work, I knew I wanted to have him come on the show and share some of the work that he and his team at HealthXL are doing, and importantly, share how you can also contribute to and benefit from being a part of their organization or taking part in their events. Speaking of events, Martin and I talk about some of the HealthXL events for early 2018. We recorded this a few weeks ago, so unfortunately some of these events have passed, but there is an upcoming event in London, England taking place on May 2nd, and when I last checked on their website, there were still a few seats available. So get online and visit healthxl.com, that's the word health, the letter X, the letter L.com, and apply to be a part of it. I'll be there and we'll be talking about precision medicine, chatbots, deep learning for drug discovery, digital therapeutics. It's going to really be a great day. The event is limited to 100 people, so be sure to go apply now if you'd like to be a part of it. That event, the Health Excel event on May 2nd, is the week following the Health Data Palooza in Washington, D.C. That's going to be held on the 26th and 27th of April. I'll be at that event, too. It's going to be co-hosted by Dr. Razu Shretza, who was our guest on episode 57. We talk about Data Palooza in that episode, so if you've missed it, go back and check that out. I'm really looking forward to attending that meeting. My schedule has never worked out that I could attend it in the past, and I'm looking forward to attending that and hearing some of the great talks that are going to be given there. Hopefully, I'll have a chance to catch up with you in person on one side of the water or on the other. Send me a message on Twitter at HealthTechDan if you'd like to connect. Oh, 
actually, and I almost forgot to mention, Techstars is having a startup weekend event in London on April 11th and 12th. I'll be there for part of the day on Saturday mentoring some of the teams there, so check that out too, and I'll see you if you can stop by. If you're looking for other events where you can engage in the digital health community, head over to digitalhealthtoday.com forward slash events and see the full listing there. We have more events than ever listed on that page. April is out of control, but May is even busier, I think. There are about 13 events listed there. June is busy for June, and July even has a few things planned as well. So check it out, get involved, and I hope to see you in person real soon. Now, without further ado, let's tune into the conversation with Martin Kelly of HealthXL. Martin, thanks for joining me. Welcome to the program. Pleasure, Dan. Martin, we're going to dive into some of your work at HealthXL, but first I want to talk a little bit about what you were doing before that, because I saw that you actually helped establish the IBM Venture Capital Group in the uh, EMEA region, the Europe, Middle East, and Africa region, starting in 2007. You were there for seven years, and during that time, you also worked on the IBM Smart Camp, which supported some early-stage entrepreneurs with mentors from around the world. Can you tell us about that experience and some of the things that you're proud of from your seven years there at IBM? Yeah, so thanks. Um, it, it was an internal experiment that we ran, ran and um, we started, as, as you say, back in 2007, 2008. And it was really um, around helping IBM um, build out their Smart Planet, Smart City strategy. Uh, and we were going out to VCs who at the time were, were not interested in, in, in B2B plays. They were very excited about things like Facebook and, and, and those type of uh, social media uh, opportunities that were, were developing and mobile opportunities. So they really weren't too interested in talking to IBM about Internet of Things. We didn't even call it that back then. Or they were, you know, cloud was just kind of starting. Um, but IBM had this vision for how do we make our, our cities and our planets smarter using intelligence, using um, uh, connected devices, et cetera. Uh, and my job was to go and work with VCs and work with entrepreneurs to try and uh, identify uh, great opportunities and really try to help those companies accelerate. The, the, the next of it all is that after doing it for four or five years, um, Many of those companies went on to raise a very significant amount of capital. Um, the first company that won raised 15 million from the VCs that we, we had in the room, and the runner-up run, got 20 million of an investment. So very significant, um, very significant cash, uh, uh, capital injections. Uh, the basic model was uh, to uh, bring together five amazing entrepreneurs with 25 amazing mentors and have them spend the day together. And when I left, when I left, uh, I think we were going to 25 cities around the world, and ended up back in New York, Mayor Bloomberg, uh, with the winning company coming out of Africa. So it was really amazing to kind of get that opportunity to go around the world uh, to see these companies that were doing everything from. Uh, one of the companies was, was using technology to uh, manage forests, um, using big data to keep the, the trees in the ground longer, true to people who are using um, stuff for counterfeiting pharmaceuticals in Africa, all sorts of just amazing companies. Uh, and uh, it was really an honor and a, 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 a privilege to be involved in that. What a great experience to be able to, to go around and see so many uh, great innovators uh, bringing things in from uh, all different aspects uh, of how to improve the world that we're living in. It seems like a great foundation for what you're working on now at HealthXL. What was the catalyst that, that drove you after having that wonderful seven years at, at IBM that made you decide, actually, there's something that I want to focus on in the healthcare sector. How, how did that yeah. lead to you starting HealthXL? 
Yeah, so I, I grew up in a family business. <clears throat> and my mum and dad were entrepreneurs, but we didn't call them at the time. They were, they were small business owners. So I always wanted to, to work. Uh, I always wanted to have my own company. Um, but I spent most of my career in, in big organizations like IBM. And, and as I say, the last seven years of that, we're really advising entrepreneurs. And I thought well, it's probably time to sit on the other side of the table and, and, and stop talking and actually, um, actually, actually take it on and, and, and have a go myself. So that was the genesis for, for actually wanting to, to go and, and found a, a startup. Um, in terms of healthcare, my background previous to the venture role was in consulting um, with life sciences uh, and healthcare uh, and social services. Um, uh, and really just believed that there was a huge opportunity that wasn't being tapped. And healthcare, I think, is still 20 years behind other industries in terms of its adoption of, of technology. So if you look at, and you know this very well, if you look at the, the macroeconomics, then, I mean, we're all getting older, we're all living longer, we're all costing more in terms of our healthcare, and, uh, and uh, technology has to play a bigger role. And, and I fundamentally believe that um, there was a massive opportunity there. Digital health was just kind of starting. <clears throat> but I also believe that it wouldn't come just through great startups or great entrepreneurs. It had to be about collaboration. And it had to be about figuring out ways of getting large organizations, whether they're pharmaceutical companies or hospitals, to engage with entrepreneurs and to engage with physicians and to engage with patients. Otherwise, it would just end up with a bunch of pilot projects and companies that were subscale. Um, so that was the genesis of it. And uh, uh, at the time, um, both Cleveland Clinic and Novartis were interested. They were big, big, uh, big clients of IBM's. They were interested in kind of exploring it. And, and again, IBM gave me some freedom for the first year to set up HealthXL. Uh, and so, so we spun it out then uh, almost four years ago. But they gave me, uh, you know, 12 months working within IBM to help get the thing established. And, and they remain a very engaged uh, customer. That's brilliant. Well, the website says that you empower leading organizations, innovators, and thought leaders to solve major healthcare problems through digital health collaborations. So explain how you're actually going about doing that. I know you have a variety of events. You have a lot of advisors. Yeah. What are you actually doing to help solve these major healthcare problems through collaboration? Yeah. So, so uh, in terms of who we work with, our core customers are large pharmaceutical companies, biotechs, medical device, uh, big health systems, uh, and, uh, and, and big insurers. So we work with some of the largest players in the world. There's about 40 of them who are our customers. Um, we provide uh, a way for them to engage with a, a network of experts, both in person uh, and sure online platform where they can identify leading physicians, uh, leading investors, industry uh, experts, uh, pa even patients. We have a partnership around patients. Um, so both through the online platform and, and these invite-only um, sessions that we run, and we do them every quarter, where we, we, we cap it at 100 people, we identify the best in the world, we take particular topics, and we put these amazing people together for a day. And then afterwards, we use the platform to help them stay connected uh, around the topics that they care about. And so allow them to ask questions, allow them to share uh, insights, um, allow them to look at a, a very interesting data set we've collected. So our platform goes out and collects data from many different places, so PubMed, clinicaltrials.gov, all these different 
data sources and puts it together in a way that allows people to identify who are the key opinion leaders, who's doing some really great stuff, and, and then how can I connect with them and how can I engage with them. So um, that's our core. Uh, and then around that, we provide some um, market research for our customers. So they give us particular topics. We use this network and we use this database to give them answers much quicker than they could traditionally get themselves. Yeah, when you and I connected in December 2017, you invited me to become an advisor for Health Excel, which I uh, was very pleased to be. And uh, as a result of that, I was able to go on and create a profile and look at your platform. It is a very powerful platform. You have a lot of great leaders in there, many of whom, some of whom have been guests, many of whom I know, and you do a great job curating a lot of different content. So it's a great way to connect electronically and virtually with people all around the world. But you also do these events that you just talked about. Uh, how can people participate in these events? How, how do people go about uh, getting into the ecosystem and who listening should yeah. go on and take the time to go online and yeah, so so we have a we have a Twitter account and we have healthexcel.com uh, and you can go in there and, and, and register your interest. We we then review um, we review the individual um, uh, entries uh, and identify what people are what topics people are interested in uh, and. Each quarter, uh, we host an event, as I say, and we take particular topics. So, for example, our next event is in Pittsburgh. It's with Carnegie Mellon and with uh, Philips. We have particular topics. like So we're looking at consumer empowerment, about how do we, um, as an industry, facilitate data sharing for our consumers and patients. And so we will, um, we will look at uh, all the people we have in our network and all the people we identified are experts in that area and then we invite them and if their diaries work then that you know that we we show them a good time and, and they learn a bit and they, they meet some amazing people so in terms of um in terms of the types of people we work with we're very broad we work with patients we work with physicians investors entrepreneurs really people who are passionate about trying to improve healthcare and it's really simple if you go on to healthexcel.com register with your with your name and your email and then we'll we'll get back to you and um, you know we're very we're very inclusive so we've different ways we engage people uh, but we're really looking for people who are passionate we're looking for, for leaders we're looking for people who are really trying to try and improve healthcare so you've been doing this for a few years now you started this in 2014 uh, i imagine that's after the 12 month ramp up that you had while you Correct. were still working with IBM actively so Correct. you're a few years in now. How has the success grown over the past four years? And what, what does 2018 have in store for you? Yeah, so, I mean, we started with, with, with three uh, engaged groups, uh, Novartis, Cleveland Clinic, and IBM, and now kind of roll, roll forward for four years, and we have 40, some of the biggest um, industry partners and, and health systems in the world. We have uh, 1,000 uh, people on the platform. We have 3,500 companies that we're, we're, we're tracking. Um, and, you know, really excited about some of the collaborations. Some of them are private. We can't talk about some of them are out there in the media in terms of um, these groups getting together to work on really, really big problems. Uh, I'm probably most proud of the team have an amazing team that we travel the world. We're in um, we're in Pittsburgh next next week. We're in Melbourne the following week. Um, we're in London a little bit later. You know, so really, um, really think there's innovation happening all around the, all around the world. And um, yeah, an amazing team and an amazing set of customers. 
Excellent. And are you stage agnostic? Are you looking for uh, people at various parts in their in their development and their journey? Yeah, I mean, we, we look across the spectrum, Dan. Um, I think the reality of it is that, uh, you know, to engage seriously with our customers, you have to have a product. Um, you know, you have to have a team that can engage with a large entity. But we track companies for many, many years, and uh, we're we're always uh, always keen to talk with passionate um, passionate folks who who are really engaged in trying to improve healthcare. So, uh, as you say, we're stage agnostic. I want to shift gears a little bit to talk about where you're based now, because you're doing this call from Dublin, Ireland, and I I love Ireland. It's a beautiful country. There's a lot of great business that's being done there. It's a wonderful culture. Can you tell us a little bit about the entrepreneurial environment that's happening there at the Republic of Ireland? Yeah, so uh, I don't know how much of it you followed. 2011, 2012, uh, we had one of the deepest recessions ever, a very, very difficult period in in our history. Martin, Um, I I think the whole world heard about that. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Well, we lived through that. Uh, uh, What I'm very happy to report is, um, you know, for the last two years at least, the economy is really back and back in a big way. Um, the, that's been driven largely by the, um, the international uh, companies who are based here. Um, and what's interesting about it is that we have um, a really nice mixture of medical device, uh, pharmaceutical, and, and tech, um, both um, the large IBMs, Dells, uh, Intels of the world, but also the, the, the Facebooks, the Googles. I mean, um, there, I think nine of the top 10 uh, are here in all of those industries. What's interesting then is you start to see um, the spin-outs from that and you start to see um, you know, the, the startups coming out or people with experience coming out of those um, large large companies and, and uh, giving it a go and there's a very um, there's a very active uh, investor community here especially at the early stages I, I did a piece of work with the Irish government back uh, 2011 2012 which was to bring in US West Coast VCs to set up operations here and that was very successful um, people like uh, DFJ and Polaris etc have have offices here uh, highland capital um arch there's a there's a whole a whole load of them but in addition to that the irish government through enterprise ireland have a very uh, well thought through uh, series of investments and, and programs for entrepreneurs. Um, the reality is, it's a small island. Uh, you know, there's four, four and a half million people. So from day one, and the vast majority of these businesses are international, and, um, and and really selling into the US and Europe and beyond. And so a very healthy scene here, and uh, a lot of a lot of kind of deep experience around technology. That's that's kind of exciting for us. We'll dive back into our conversation in just a minute, but first I want to tell you about one of our outstanding sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Medible, the app and analytics company for healthcare. Since its launch in late 2016, Medible has seen rapid adoption of its platform with a customer base that cares for over 15 million patients and conducts over 6,000 clinical trials. Its platform is becoming the de facto standard for healthcare research on mobile. Let's say you're studying Parkinson's disease. Medible's platform allows researchers to set up a clinical trial access third-party tools like Apple's Research Kit, and integrate different data sets. The company developed something it calls the Human Digitome. It's an intelligence system that systematically tags digital signatures of health and disease. 
The digitome is an increasingly prized method, and it's drawing acclaim from leading research hospitals and biopharma companies precisely because it gives medical research centers a way to generate anytime, anywhere data, and analyze massive data sets. But Medible recognizes that there are some fundamental challenges in the clinical trial industry. What are two of the biggest issues slowing down clinical trials? Low participation rates and weak data sharing tools among research groups. Medible's come up with a way to transform clinical trials. It's a blockchain solution they call Insight. Insight enables auditable, transparent, and self-directed data sharing. Researchers can use the Medible platform to contribute data in exchange for funding and other research resources. And clinical trial participants can donate data to specific research efforts. With Insight, everyone benefits. Sound interesting? Then check out Medible. Go to medible.com to find out how you can get the benefits of Insight in your organization. Now let's jump back to the conversation. So what are some of the names that people may have heard about in terms of some of the successful startups, either inside healthcare or outside of it? But, you know, your powerful country, you got about four and a half million people there in the Republic of Ireland. What are some of the success stories that have come out of there in the entrepreneurial context? Yeah, yeah. So I, I can, I'm thinking of three or four off the top of my head. Uh, you probably haven't heard of them. So I think one of the things we're not great at doing is, is kind of blowing our own trumpet. But um, there's some really interesting companies here. The first one I call out is a company called Beats Medical. Um, they're, um, they're, they're helping people with Parkinson's and they've built, a, uh, they've built an application um, uh, uh, which is basically a metronome which um, people who have Parkinson's can use, save, save them going in to a clinical environment to, to get their tests done, but also um, helps them in terms of, you know, if, they, if they're out and about and they potentially lock up, then this metronome can help them unlock. It's really, really fascinating, um, fascinating company called Beats Medical. Um, so, the, but they're, they're relatively early stage. Uh, we do a lot of work with a company called Health Beacon, um, who have a, a smart disposable unit um, for um, self-injected medications. Um, and, and basically, it's a smart bin which has a, a, a camera uh, and a SIM card in it, and it takes a picture of the syringe after it's been used, beautifully designed. You put this on your, on your kitchen table um, and takes a picture of the syringe and then reports that back to the to the clinician or the family member. They're doing some amazing work internationally. Um, another company who just yesterday was in the news, a company called Fire One, um, and um, uh, Connor Hanley is the is the CEO. We've worked with Connor at Health Excel for many years. They just raised a forty million round um, for heart monitoring. And uh, it's a Series B. Uh, people like NEA are, are, are early investors, but then also Gilday. Uh, but forty million is a fairly significant round that the, those guys just raised. Yes, they did some really interesting work around um, uh, heart monitoring. Um, and then the last last company I'll mention is one that IPO'd. Um, I think it's almost two years ago called One Medical, our uh, One View Medical. Um, they are an Irish company, but they they listed on the Australian. Uh, exchange and in fact a lot of their work is is there they do some in the u.s but they're very uh, engaged uh, and, and have a patient engagement platform for hospital systems um so they're just a few of the ones that we're, we're kind of seeing um so hopefully that they're they're new news that's great yeah i do know beats and i do know one medical uh right. the other one i hadn't heard of but i'll make sure i include links to all of those in the show notes so listeners can find those easily 
Perfect. Martin, there are six questions I'd like to ask every guest. Let me go ahead and run through them now with you. What's a saying, quote, or phrase that motivates you? Big problems aren't solved in isolation. What advice do you have for others working to innovate in healthcare? Just do it. What's a book that you recommend to our listeners? Uh, Sapiens. What's a piece of technology that you recommend our listeners check out? Beats Medical. If I gave you a check for $5 million for you to invest in health technology today, where would you invest it? Uh, I would look at what's happening in uh, India and China in terms of uh, new technologies. Any specific sort of health technology? Consumer-driven uh, place, yeah. And last question is, we make a contribution to a charity in appreciation of your time on the show. What charity have you selected? And can you tell me a little bit about what they do? Yeah, um, uh, World Vision. Um, and, and they help uh, people in emerging markets with, um, with vision problems, um, perform some amazing life-changing uh, surgeries uh, that really help people um, move beyond um, uh, eye disease and problems that they have with their vision. Martin, how can, how can listeners follow your progress and keep in touch with you? Yeah, so uh, healthexcel.com, uh, healthexcel on Twitter, or my Twitter handle is Marty Kelly, M-A-R-T-Y Kelly. All right, Martin, thanks so much for taking time on the show. Dan, pleasure talking to you. Thank you. There you have it. That was Martin Kelly of HealthXL. Grab all the links to the companies we discussed in the show notes for this episode at digitalhealthtoday.com forward slash 59. You can also find the links to register for the HealthXL event coming up in London on May 2nd, and you can go ahead and visit healthxl.com to join their platform. Let me know if you want to meet up at the Health Data Palooza in Washington, D.C. on the 26th and 27th of April, or at the Techstars Startup Weekend in London on April 11th and 12th. Many thanks to our partner, Medible. Be sure to check out their Insight solution for clinical trials. You can find their link in the show notes for this episode, or just go directly to medible.com. Follow me on Twitter at HealthTechDan. Follow the show at DHealth Today. That's all from me for now. I'll speak with you soon in episode 60. And until next time, keep on innovating.